Hello everybody, welcome back to D&D 404. I am your DM, Tony, and joined with me today are the other delicious Thanksgiving sides at my table. Fellas, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, starting with the delicious chair. <laughs> Our most check-in in. I gotta say, Thanksgiving sides, I, I take whatever rolls, uh, preferably the Hawaiian ones, and then put mashed potatoes and gravy on it and just eat that. Oh, it's my favorite thing. How is that a side? Dude, those two sides into one. Oh, I love it. <laughs> Dan, what do you got? You know, Alec always complains about going last. I'm going to let him go next this time. So we'll see if he actually takes my side. The only reason Dan did that is because he saw me shoving food into my mouth. Um, so he knew <laughs> I was eating something. So he's putting me on the spot. I'm Alec. I play Drell the Ashborn, and I... I want to say stuffing because I love it, um, but I'm going to go with collard greens. I love collard greens. That's my dish that I'm responsible for for bringing. Um, delicious. He kind of took mine, actually. <laughs> my name's Dan. I play Minas Pebble Walker, tiny little swarm keeper, Minotaur Ranger. And mine is kind of that, but it's green bean casserole, specifically. Mm. Green bean casserole is my all-time favorite Thanksgiving side, but I do love stuffing as well. I got to say, Tony, what do you got? Oh, the glazed ham, bro. I mean, if turkey's the main dish, it's the ham that's got to be the best side ever. That's some people's main. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, sides are relative. You know what I'm saying? If not, if I had to choose You're like subjective. a... It's subjective. You're subjectively it's, 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 right. I'm subjectively right. <laughs> uh, also, cranberry sauce. So if you want a, something a little more accurate, it's cranberry sauce. Straight out of the can. Don't even try making it. It's trash. That shit is so gross. Get the fuck out of here with that. I don't like it either. Oh, nah. All right. So coming from the guy who likes candy corn, your food opinions <laughs> don't matter here, sir. Okay? Didn't we have this conversation? I'm having deja bad. vu about it. De- yeah, it's very similar to last time, right? <laughs> We're going into the seasons of food. Anyways, <laughs> Jared, what's going on uh, in D&D 404 land? Lately? Oh my goodness, exciting things. All right, so first off. You can't see me, but I'm finger gunning the air. Yeah, finger guns out, boys. We have a website, and not just a podcast website. We actually have an official website. You should go check it out, 404pod.com. That's right, mm. 404pod.com. Mm. Go mm. check nice it out. To it. And... With it, we're kind of doing a little bit of rebranding. We got a new logo that might be out there by the time you're seeing this. Maybe some merch. Go check it out. Uh, 404pod.com. Great rundown. And you know the deal. After the rundown, we got to do a recap. And in our last session, Drell, Armos, and Minus had a very interesting night. Drell can't remember anything past his flex with E, but it was probably very cheesy and jazzy under the moonlight. Armos sure remembers his night after the big demon boss man scolded him in his dreams for not feeding his tome with blood shards in time. He's got to get up on that. He's in debt. He's in debt up to his soul. Now. You know what I'm saying? Next, Minus spent his night with para where she revealed two very important things one there is a man doing bad things in the church two is that jack coitus is alive and well and he's annoying as ever 
After a quick jaunt to the Buzzguzz Ranch, the three heroes made their way to the Icebrew Minions for a guided tour. With some quick wit, the Bloodshard Bandits snuck away from the group, busted down a giant door, and discovered a huge blood ore vein that was covered in rust monsters. Bard, play that intro, and let's get on with the show! Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome to the world of Humbrea, featuring three first-time adventurers and one very patient DM. This is D&D 404. Where we last left off in Minus's uh, roid rage, <sighs> the three of you uh, entered the room beyond the steel door that was hastily put up. And when you went inside, you saw a massive blood ore vein that was bursting through the ground and through the ceiling. And as Armos went to go run over to try to absorb it, Drell stopped him. Drell and Minus, you were able to stop him and... Within the red glow were all these rust bugs, the same rust bugs that Minus happened to get a little sneak peek at at Buzzguzz Ranch. Go ahead and roll me initiative for this encounter, please. Oh, it's much lower than <laughs> I wanted. 17. 18. I'm sorry, Minus, what was your initiative? I didn't see it. No. It's right there, seven. So, the three of you are in this room. This room is not very big. It is built with the intention of something larger walking down these halls. But the room is only, from wall to wall, 32 feet wide. From door to gem is about 20, 25 feet. And uh, it takes up most of the room. You can tell that this giant shard is blocking something on the other end of the room. As the door closes behind you, as the three of you have walked in, the weight of it just kind of closed it into place. That's when all these rust bugs came out. Now, given the size of the room, there are some... I'm going to add some special rules to this fight just to make things a little more interesting, let's say. Because of how close quarters this is, Cleave is active. Nat ones hurt allies because of how closely you're fighting with each other that if you swing a weapon or shoot something, you're probably going to hit each other. And Nat 20s hurt adjacent creatures for the same damage. It overrides a cleave. Sounds good? Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't see this how any of that is going to pertain to us, but okay. I mean, almost you might be fine with the way you shoot Elgic Blast and like to kill Drell, but to some people who are yeah. swinging giant two-handed weapons, you may want oh. to not be in his way. Oh, people don't want to do these things. Uh. Okay, got it. Gotcha. And because there are 16 rust bugs, they are going to move in four separate initiatives. Sound good? Great. Wonderful. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So we're going to go ahead and start this encounter. And at the top of the round, the rust bugs on 18 begin to buzz out, fly, and leap towards you. Two of them are going to attack Menace. One of them is going to attack Drell. One of them is going to attack Armos. Uh, we're going to start with Menace because there's two on you. Ooh, one of them got a nat one, and one of them got an eight. So both of those are going to miss. <laughs> You're not going to hit me like that. <laughs> one is going to attack Armos with a dirty 20. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, boy. It's going to do two points of damage as it bites into you. Uh, question. Uh, what type of armor are you wearing? Uh, leather? Okay, no problem. One of them is going to attack Drell. That's going to be a dirty 20, my friend. Again. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, that is my AC, so that hits. That hits, and it's going to deal seven, uh, eight points of damage. And real quick, what type of armor are you wearing? Leather. 
the fuck out. As, as this thing bites you, its antennas latch on to your armor. The same for you, Armos, but nothing really happens to you as the metal instantly starts to corrode. Uh -oh. um, your armor on that land hit now has a negative one. Oh, no. What, what, was the what was the buff to your armor? It's a plus two. Plus two? Well, now it's a plus one. Word. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Uh, as the armor begins to rust over as the, where the antennas latch where it bit you, you can see that it's like starting to stain and it's starting to ruin the armor. Mm -hmm. We're going to move to initiative uh, 17 drill. Just, well, what about Armos? Armos rolled an 18. I rolled an 18. Oh, I thought you rolled a 16. No, he rolled an 18. Oh, in theory, you should have went first, but because you didn't speak I kind of figured, but I didn't want to DM See, anything. Oh, okay. Whoa, because then he could have killed the one that damaged my been armor. I could have fucked shit up. Bro. Oh, my God. You know, you're never supposed to correct the DM, so I was like, oh, maybe they have some fast thing that I don't even know about. Great. Now my armor's negative one because Tony doesn't know how to play D&D. Great. <laughs> Oh, Armos, why don't you go ahead and make take your initiative? Armos now seeing all the bugs with with the the glee in his eyes now gone from all the bugs that are on this stone. He realizes he needs to, uh, the call to action as one of them hits him, and he gets pissed <laughs> off. So he swipes his hand across the battlefield as flames shoot up, uh, twenty feet tall, and uh, cut the battlefield in half. Yeah, you you throw up this wall of fire. Try and you triangulate yourself to the corner of the room. Now, although this room is small, there is about 40 feet of clearance from the ceiling, from the floor to the ceiling. So what is the damage on that? Uh, they have to make a dexterity saving throw of 14, and it will be 5d8. 22. <laughs> they rolled a dirty 20. <laughs> wow. <laughs> on dexterity. Oh. Nice. oh. So they're going to take half damage. They're going to take 12 points of damage, these guys, which is pretty, which is good, which is good. Which is good. We're going to move to initiative 17. Drill. Go for it, buddy. Uh, Armos, why didn't you have Reginald help get these things off of me? <laughs> I thought you were a team player. Um, I will just grab the, the one off of me and try to fucking punt it into the fire. So go ahead and make me a... It has its strength check to just see if you rip it off, and then you'll be able to uh, slash at it. Uh, 21 is a strength check, and then 16. But you're kicking it, right? Yeah, I'm kicking it into the fire. And then how much damage does it take when it gets launched into the fire, Armos? Yeah, it's another dexterity saving. 25. <laughs> it rolled a dirty 20 on its deck save. Half that. Drill, you kick this thing, it goes, bang, and, it goes and it gets launched through the fire, <laughs> taking 12 points of damage as it goes through the fire too quick to fully burn up. Um, is What are you doing on the rest of your turn? I'm going to move over to the other one and grab it and kick it into the fire as well. <laughs> yeah, you can definitely go over and you can uh, use your next attack to kick it over. Go ahead and make a contested strength check. Well, I oh I guess can I just kick it from the ground so I don't have to well, I mean that's a twenty-three, I guess is a strength check, but Hey, roll the thirteen, you kick through the fire. Uh almost give me that damage roll, please. I'm on it this time. Twenty-two. Eleven damage. If they fail. No, if it fail. failed. Taking twenty-two <laughs> points of damage. 
and as you kick the thing through the flames, you see it instantly burn up and it goes and ashes fall to the floor. That is going to be my turn. We're going to go down to initiative 14, which are the rust bugs. So the, another group. Another group. Yeah, but they're moving in swarms of four. I see. Yeah. Two of them are going to go after Joel, and one of them is going to land on top of Minus. You see it crawl from the ceiling, and one of them is going to land next to Armos. We can start with Armos. Bring it on. Ooh, that's a 21 to hit. Dealing four points of piercing damage as it lashes onto you, trying to look for any metal you may have. Uh, another attack is going to go towards Minus with a dirty 20. Yep. It's going, since, hit, since you have leather armor, uh, what weapon do you have out? Uh, I didn't pull my weapons out yet. But are, where are your weapons? Just out of curiosity. Huh. Wouldn't you like to know? I would. <laughs> my axes are on my side, you know? So as it latches onto you, as it makes a hit with uh, seven points of damage, you see the attendants are like feeling around and starting to look for something. Yeah. And then the last two are going to hit Drell or going to attack Drell. Ooh, that misses with a four. Drell, as you were just dodging out of the way, as the two lunge at you and essentially just switch spots with each other. And then I'm <laughs> going to take a super superiority die and repost and kick another one into the fire as <laughs> absolutely you can do that kick kick i'm just kick. using the wall of damage as more yeah God, i don't want to pull out my bugs, axe man. i'm just fucking let them just let them just eat dude. uh that's a 17 yeah that's gonna kick it through uh the wall of fire as the, as they go to land and jump for you and you dodge the attacks as one uh, as one of them land you kick it in its dumb little rust bug face and goes through the fire how much damage almost 26 plus my 11 as this bug switches spots and you kick it through the fire it takes your foot your steel tip toe boot right to its face as it cracks its skull in and burns up within and then I look at the other one that tried to hit me and I say, you're fucking next. And just buzzes at you. We're going to move to initiative 10, which are the rust buggies. As you see four of them climb through over the ceiling, over the wall of fire, they're going to swarm you. One is going to make an attack on Armos. Ooh, that's going to miss with a five. One is going to attack Minus. With a 16 question mark? Glancing blow. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah, 16 is my armor class. Ooh, it's going to deal two points of damage. Go ahead and make me a dexterity saving throw for me. Yeah, of course. 18. You pass as the antennas are starting to search you and they're going for your hand axes. I hate these guys. <laughs> Drill, as soon as you kicked one into the fire, another one replaced it as goes to attack you missing with an 11 and a note and the second one that dropped it on you is going to hit with a 21 dealing four points of damage and giving your armor an additional negative one with dc you see that the armor is looking real messed up we're gonna move to initiative seven minutes all right, it's time to do this. And I'm going to just first take two attacks at the one on my left that's not on fire. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so that's going to be a 17 and a 27. That They both hit. Nice. Yeah. So it's going to take two of those. 
So that's uh, 20 damage with my axes, as my swarm is then gonna do an extra five points of damage. Dead. Yes. <laughs> Boom, cracking through. It's stupid insect exoskeleton and i'm gonna use um question since these are in groups of four if i if i use like a hunter's mark or something does it target like the group or do, does it still target just one okay so yes rather than it just being a group because these are all rust bugs and they're attacking you essentially as a swarm i will count them all as one monster so all rust oh, bugs will be a swarm yeah okay yeah, so I, I mean, I, I'll, I'll use, it's no action, and I'll just, like, look around the room <laughs> at all these rust bug. I know how you work. All of you are going down. <laughs> he's still speaking out, all roided out because of the... Jack. Yeah, he's jacked now with a potion of hill giant <laughs> strength. <laughs> and I'm going to use my bonus action. I'm like... Shit, it's time to fly! <laughs> My whole swarm surrounds me, buzzing and vibrating, and we go up into the air, and I'm now floating 10 feet in the air. That'll end my turn. We're going to move to initiative six, which are more rust bugs, as three more come from over the firewall and drop down one uh, accordingly. First one's going to attack Ormos, missing with a 12. The second one attacks Minus as it drops and fails horribly with a 6. And the third one attacks Drell as it also misses. As they all stare at Minus's massive glutes and they are distracted. As they forget what metal tastes like. And we're going to move to the top around in initiative 18. Ormos. That's me. Uh, so I'm going to use uh, a spell. And it's going to be... Burning hands. Ooh. Okay. Which I haven't got to use in a long time. And hey, perfect opportunity killing bugs and insects. It's great. So everything within 15 feet in a cone in uh in front of me uh takes 6d6 damage. And what do they have to make? A dexterity saving throw? It is a dexterity saving throw of 14. All those bugs fail. They had nice. So they take 14 damage. As this tornado flame comes out, erupting from your hands, you manage to kill two of them Ooh. as the rest of them begin to burn. Nice. We're going to move to the rust bugs turn that also went on your turn, and two of them are still in the flame wall. Go ahead and roll damage for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 23 damage. So those two burn up ah! within the flame. Nice. When, when he hears them burn up, he gets he just gets a little smile on his face. Uh the last one in that I'm group not, is no, going no, no, to no, no. fly over and it's going to attack you almost. As it hits you with a 16. Out. Dealing eight points of damage. I mean. We're gonna move to initiative 17 drill. Get him, buddy. Uh, do I still have the one on on top of me? You do. Imagine a really gross bug with very large antennas that are very thick and that's what's attacking you with and that those antennas is what's eating the metal get the 
Get the fuck off. And I'm going to try to kick it. Yeah, absolutely. It's a 12. That is not going to do it as you miss. Hey, kick him again. <laughs> it's a 26. That's going to do it. Okay. <laughs> and that's a five damage into, and then uh, I'm kicking him in, obviously, into the closest fire next. 25. Oh, it incinerates as you kick it through the flames. Armos went from a smirk to now smiling. Gave me all that surge. bonus HP. <laughs> uh, I'm going to action surge because I'm pretty fucking pissed that I just lost my buffs to all my armor. I mean, I'm pretty mad that he's eating my armor. And, <laughs> uh, and then I'll go ahead and I'm going to look at the one that I pointed at and told him he was next. And I'm going to fucking kick him. <laughs> and that's a 15. That'll hit. Oh, roll me a strength check. Uh, strength check is 13. Ooh, he got a 14. As he gets out of the way, he just gets kicked off the side a little bit. Uh, you still do that, that five points damage, though. Woo! Okay. <laughs> and then I'm going to kick him again. Okay. I'm just kick. I don't want to pull out my axe, so I'm just fucking <laughs> kicking these things. You're doing uh, the right thing. 25 to hit. That'll hit. Roll me a contested strength check. <laughs> Oh, okay. that's only a seven. Well, he rolled a three, but as you kick him into the flames, it almost you don't even need to roll damage because he just combusts. Yes. Dead. Yes. Dro, what is that the end of your turn? That is going to be the end of my turn, yes. Awesome. We're going to move to initiative 14, which are some of the bug boys, which is three of them. As they begin to skitter and attack, one of them is going to attack Armos. Please. Armos. Uh, with a 14, that's going to miss. No, that hits. Ooh, awesome. Thank you. It's going to deal eight points of damage. Rookie numbers. Uh, it maxed out its hit die, actually. Oh, man. Yeah, fucking hit. You know how many uh, How many were there? Because we, we need more. You're going to need more. Okay. <laughs> so. The second one is going to attack Minus with a 22. Can it reach me? Healing. Oh, because you're flying 10 feet in the air. It does not eat you, but you see it that it's like trying to, when it's feeling like it's on its hind legs, it's just starting to reach up at you. It does not. Yeah, stay down there. The third one is going to run up to Drell and attempt to hit him with a 19. I believe that hits. That does hit, yes. Yes, sir. It's going to deal. Additional eight points of damage as the antennas latch onto your armor and begins to corrode. Your armor now has a negative three penalty. Jeez. And we're gonna move to initiative seven minutes. Uh <laughs> I wanna uh, uh I'll hit him with my sling! <laughs> I start slinging bullets. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh god uh, One of them's an 11 The other one though is a 22 to hit The mm, that one right below hit. me That's gonna hit Yeah. So uh, that one is going to take 9 points of damage From my sling As my marked foe And some of my little swarm guys Kind of buzz down And hit them for another 6 points of damage Ooh, That's gonna just uh, You hit them both for 16 points of damage uh, The one below me Dead as you hit him with the sling, and all these jacked sits come out and go, <laughs> and they 
start to hammer fist it. Nice. And I'm just gonna keep on floating. <laughs> so, how does so wait? You can just float now? Like how for long? For a minute. Is it? Uh, yeah. It's That's forever. Yeah, it's floating for a minute. That's amazing. It's like ten turns. Damn. I want Something that. Like that. Armos is very jealous of the flying. How's it going down there? <laughs> We're gonna I got move. one. <laughs> We're gonna move to initiative six, which are the last uh these two uh rust bugs that are standing in front of Armos. Looking very burned and charred and they're buzzing and they're going to attack Armos. Dirty 20 and a six. That's the second one's gonna miss. The dirty 20. Hits you for six points of damage. Got it. With that attack, we're going to move to the top of the round. Almost. Yes. Finally. I walk through the fire, taking whatever damage <laughs> I... Wh whatever. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what? What's the... I hate you. <laughs> oh, my temporary hit points. No. <laughs> I know. It's so fun. Mm. It's so fucking awesome. <laughs> I forgot about the temporary hit points. I have game. so much life. Because <laughs> so you keep killing them. Right, right. Because <laughs> Drell just keeps kicking. I know. That's so dying so your great. fire, right? That's so, why I'm uh, over here laughing. I'm like, Drell, thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah, meanwhile, he has sent Reginald to help me one time as my armor is just being fucking eaten alive. I plan on doing it right now, buddy. Uh, it's too late. Uh, my armor's already gone. Oh, uh, no. Uh, the look on Tim's face. Let's just kill more things. Why not? Uh, I'll do Eldritch Blast. Uh, er, yeah. So, I'll do Eldritch Blast. And hit anything by Menace and Drell. Okay. Uh, so my nothing's two by me. I'm floating. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, everything yeah. in front of you, there's only one that has to take any damage, and that bug is to your immediate right. Everything else in front of you looks yeah. very beat up, as like they're missing limbs and they're walking on odd cool. even feet. All right, so. I'll Eldrick Blast 2, the the one by Drell's hurt, and the one by Under Menace is hurt as well, right? Is that the two that you're talking about? Mm -hmm. So I'll Eldrick Blast both those two. Alright, roll to hit. Oh. A 9 misses. 15? A 15 will do it. Hey. So Eldrick Blast for 7 damage. Yeah, so the one by Drell, did that kill it or no? Is it good Ooh, stuff? Yes, actually the one right oh. in front of Drell bursts. Hey. Right on the nice. money. Awesome. The other one that's over by Drell, I'm gonna hellish rebuke. <laughs> With Reg. With Reg, no. So it needs a dexterity of 14 saving throw. It fails as Reg goes. It explodes. 17 fucking damage. Reginald goes. Gross. Explodes. Right. As it has to touch the bug for a second. Yeah. So uh, I Eldrick Blast the two and I missed the one. The one that was left standing, I have Reginald go in and blow up on. I absorb all the life force that fleeted from these insects. And then I look at the last three and point to them that they're next. <laughs> In a taunting motion. Uh, it's going to move to initiative 17. As all the 18 initiative bugs are dead. So that's my turn. It is your oh. turn, Drill. Drill does not look like he's having a good time right now. 
bugs are left? Three. There are three. three bugs. You guys are cleaving through. So I'm just gonna unhook my chainmail and just say, well, this shit's useless, and throw it on the ground. Um, and then I'm gonna run up and kick one of the bugs into the okay. fire. Go ahead and roll it. That is a fucking nat one. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh my god! He has to kick me into the fire. Roll he has to hit <laughs> You deal five points of damage as you kick Armos into shin. Uh, as you go to punt one of these bucks. <laughs> Fuck. Really not my day. Trout, what else are you doing on your turn? That's it. How much Just damage was out. it? Five. Okay. <laughs> don't you have another attack? <laughs> um, I don't know, man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, I guess look out, and I just try to fucking kick another one. That's a fifteen. That'll hit. Um, and that is just five points of damage. Five. Uh, go ahead and make a can I check. That's a seventeen. Ooh, it gets punted into the fire. Almost go ahead and roll damage for me. Sixteen. Now it is the end of my turn. Awesome. Amazing. It's going to go down to initiative 10. Which is still one of these badly damaged as it starts to feel around and it starts to sniff and looking for metal. And it goes to Drell. And it goes under Drell. And it goes to his armor that's on the floor. And it begins to suck on it. Oh my god. <laughs> He's like... <laughs> and for... And for a brief moment, you could have sworn you heard, this is good shit. Guys, don't worry. It's literally trash now. It's fine. Just leave it. That armor now has a negative four. This is why I hate rust monsters. It's fine. It's literally fine, guys. I have better AC without it on. It's okay. This metal is the best metal I've ever tasted in my life. Love it. It's going to go to initiative seven. Uh, hey, could you get off of his armor real quick? And <laughs> I sling some bullets at it. <laughs> Roll to hit. Oh my goodness. That's a 27 and a 26. <laughs> yep, yep, that'll do it, bud. Yep. Yeah, those might, uh... So I'm slinging bullets around, and maybe... Wow, that one's in both of those. That's 12 with the bullets. Yeah, as you shoot two bullets, it's a... Uh, so 16 total damage from my swarm and the hunter's marks bleed over as I'm slinging bullets around. We're going to go back to the top of the round. Initiative 18, Armos. Hey. Finish him, Armos. <laughs> Yo, I am. Armos is cackling and laughing as everything keeps burning up and he keeps getting more and more power. It uh, stares at you, soulless. Yeah. <laughs> Just got these puppy dog eyes like, oh, I'm going to move uh, and take a, an opportunity attack to where I'm going to put my put me, the bug and then the wall in that order. And then I'm going to Elder uh, Blast yeah. it into the wall. Uh, you're what fucking, a way to finish it. You're a fucking <laughs> asshole. You're rolling ahead. Uh, oh, my God. A nine. It's 17. Oh, 17's gonna hit. And 12 points of damage as I Gone. throw it. It gets kicked back and then it takes. Like, does he even need to roll? 
you Eldritch Blast this rust bug that's just like metal and <laughs> you sh and it the Eldritch Blast pushes forces this bug through the wall of fire taking it at 12 plus an additional 26 damage obliterates the three of you are now out of combat <laughs> While while Armos is on his power trip, he starts walking towards the 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 vein. Uh, he's I walking to the wall the as he's about to walk through the wall, taking whatever damage it is because it doesn't matter. And he's gonna <laughs> get, has his book in hand, ready to smack hey, the. Hey, bud, we could probably just like ow as you see Reg <laughs> look go through. As uh as I make it through the wall, the wall goes down, and then. I wind up to hit the hit the ore thing with the uh, with the book. Yes. So you are now in this stairway room, and you pull down the wall of flames, and before you is a very large blood ore vein. And as you walk closer to it, Reginald is, of course, staring wide-eyed, and you go to reach for your tome, and it is shining, reacting. Armos, no! <laughs> <laughs> I drop my swarm and try and fall down onto Armos. <laughs> from above. <laughs> Is that so you want to try to stop him from... Yeah. Absolutely. Go ahead and make me... Well, if you're just acrobatics. dropping down... Yeah, make me an acrobatics check, uh, and that'll be your roll to hit. Oh, sick. Oh, I get to re-roll that once. <laughs> Wow, I got a six. <laughs> no, stop! As you just fucking fall to the floor next to him. And almost like steps over you, like he steps on your stomach to walk over you, and it lets out a little squeak. <laughs> Hold on! As my, you just see my hand like reaching up. No. Armos, you are face to face with this, and you feel it reacting. Drill, get him! Now, as you go to absorb. You put your hands up and you have a moment of pause as you're feeling this overwhelming sense of power from it. You have absorbed a number of blood shards, uh, an ore vein from the Tal Dilmore, and one of these giant shards. You know that this shard reminds you of the one that the dragon was protecting. So you know this is a different breed of shard. What are you doing? I'm smacking it. Oh. <laughs> I'll see you guys on the other side. And I hit it. I, oh, no. <laughs> this blinding red light forces Menace and Trell to cover his eyes. I have my sunglasses on. It forces Menace to cover his eyes as Trell just kind of looks at it very cool. And as the light fades, almost you drop to the floor. Mm. Conscious. Reginald goes... Falls back. Stiff as a board. You awaken again in your pocket dimension. As the blood ocean begins to crash around you, you are once again upon this pedestal with the bridge raised before you a good part of the way. You see the silhouette of this dark castle in the distance that this bridge is heading towards. You see the whale going, hey, Armos, as he swims away. And above you is this bluish, tealish moon. And you see the well, and you have your tome in front of you. 
and it looks filled with energy bursting as you feel the well calling to you you are alone reginald is not there how do i do i feel normal do i feel like myself do i feel like i'm exhausted you don't feel exhausted you feel great and you Ah. notice that you have this have your form about you where your horns are antlered out like a beautiful majestic stag as they burn fiery within you awesome love fire missed it as the well calls (laughs) to you the tome reacts to it and all the energy from the tome etherealizes out and into the well and then a bluish tealish beam shoots towards the moon as the energy becomes drained and you hear the souls within the tome softly scream and echo as they are being absorbed oh god well that didn't happen last time Uh-oh. this actually happened once before the last time I don't remember the you... screams <laughs> uh, feels a little less great about it but he's feeling great at the same time physically <laughs> as the souls go into this moon you feel rumbling of the cobblestone beneath you as the bridge begins to extend build closer towards the dark silhouette as the dark silhouette begins to illuminate and you start to see more of this realm around you and just like before the last time you gave souls you see this the sky the blood red sky turns into space and you start to see all these shattered stars and you even see as if a planet is faded out the opacity was turned down to just 50 percent of this destroyed world where you see almost like the center of it is hollowed out way in the distance beyond the castle can i get to the castle yet or is the bridge still not up there no it's the bridge is not near it but you can see that is a better part of halfway there you snap out you are still conscious for but a moment and menace and drill as your sight comes to you see that there's this giant hole uh, for you and the cool wind blows from beneath it as you feel this hole goes very deep beyond the hole is a staircase a wide staircase it's about 20 feet from side to side it's coated in this red beautiful marble it looks as intricate and well decorated as the room around you and it just goes up until your light fades into darkness what are you guys doing with an unconscious armos um i'm rummaging through his stuff (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna take a hundred gold off of him because you let those bugs eat my armor does he have any armor in here (laughs) seems fair seems fair i'm I'm taking a hundred gold off of him but it's just enough where he won't notice it It's like, Armos. He'll notice. <laughs> no, it's 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 too late. He won't. He definitely won't. Oh my. Well, I mean, Minus, you want to go up these stairs? Yeah, I guess we uh should check things out. Dang it! I tried. You saw. I tried, Drell. I no, tried. I mean, to hey, man, look, he's gonna do what he wants to do. That's why I took the gold off of him. And I, I said we just leave him here. If he's gonna make these choices without us, we could just make a bunch of choices without him. Here, let's just like put him on the side and cover him with a blanket, you know, so people can't no. see him. No, I'm okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, let's just leave him. Drell, as you rummage through his bag, he begins to come to, as you steal a hundred gold <laughs> hey, from his hey, pockets. Hey, 
What's happening here? Nope, nope. He already said it. He already said it. Stole it. Nope. You didn't see it. <laughs> you didn't see it. No, hey, man. Hey, man. I was just checking on you. You okay? Oh, oh are you okay, Armos? Yeah. Oh, hello, buddy. I thought you were dead. <laughs> Come hugging him. <laughs> Jacked out. Squeeze him a little too hard. <laughs> do am I exhausted like last time, or do you were not I exhausted? Not? Okay. You do not have any buffs. Do I feel good? You feel like Armos. Ah, guys, how cool was that? That's so fun. We gotta do that more. Well, often. I don't know if I'd call it cool. So, how was condemning uh, uh, more souls to eternal hell? Was that know, a good time for you? I gotta say, I didn't realize there were souls. I sh probably should have put that together really? sooner. You, uh, you know, it was a little oversight by me. I feel less good about it, but I feel like I have to. Yeah, yeah. No, we literally talked about it last time. Those, those are, those are people's souls that you're condemning. Yeah, I mean, look, 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 look. I'm just trying to convince the guys that I don't know, that they know, that they, yeah. Why are you trying <laughs> to act so innocent, man? You're literally condemning <laughs> people to eternal hell. I'm going to do an intelligence check to see if uh, I understand. <laughs> no, I think Armos is telling the truth with my <laughs> two. <laughs> so, boyos, you have this staircase in front of you. The door is closed behind you. There is a hole. I do drop a... I do drop a pebble, casting light on it down the hole, real quick. It goes for a couple of seconds, but then you do hear it bounce off rock. You do see that, like, eventually the hole thins out, and you can assume that the hole ends after a couple of feet, like a, about 40 feet or so. All right, hold on to this rope, uh, Drell. I'm going to go down real quick. <laughs> and I, uh... I start to belay down. As you explore the hole, you realize that it eventually ends. And where it ends, you can see like where this uh, ore vein, this, this shard has erupted from. And you're at its place of origin. It doesn't go anywhere. There's no rooms. It's just like a giant hole in the ground. Yeah, I climb back up. <clears throat> Nothing uh, interesting down there. Uh, up the stairs we go. It's just a hole. <laughs> And I hop over the hole. All right. You guys hop over the hole, and you start to walk up the staircase. Minecrafted stairs filled with unlit torches. Pristine stone walls only weathered by time. Guide you three up. And the more you walk up, the longer it gets. And you don't see any end in sight. Now, this is darkness. And Armos, with your, with your vision, as far as you can see, it still just goes all the way up. You don't see the other end of it. The stairs just keep going and ascending into darkness. So wait, real quick. We are in a mountain, and then there's these stairs that are in this mountain going up. Correct. Yeah. I, I have casted light on my uh, one of my hand axes. Okay. Yeah, so you're using your hand axe as a torch. Pretty badass. Oh, Drell, do you want in on this light action? No, I mean, it, I'll, I'll just hang out by you. Oh, okay, sick. I mean, if, if something happens, though, we might we get split up. You're gonna. It might be dark. Why, why would we split up? Well, I don't know. Crazy stuff happens to us, so I just don't want to make sure you. Okay, that's fine. Let's keep going. <laughs> Let's keep leading the way. As you, the three of you, start to ascend the steps, you notice that it's a little more. You're using a little more energy than normal, as the steps look like they weren't built for. Because, like, you feel like you're lifting your leg higher than you would 
than a normal set of stairs. As you start to climb these stairs, Drell, you feel a familiarity. And you start to notice that architecture around you is similar to where you've come from. Your forges in the Ashari Mountains, where your tribe was. Where they built forges and homes within the mountains. You start to notice that the stonework is similar to where you're from. Now, it's not the work of your people. However, you can recognize its craftsmanship. You don't have any trouble given your size when you climb these stairs. You feel as if if your people would make stairs, this is probably how they would build them. Guys, isn't this like just a great workout? <laughs> really gets the blood going, you know? Loads of fun. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it usually kind of makes me sweat, but right now I'm uh, feeling pretty good. Barely burning the sweat at all. The three of you keep us climbing the stairs, and a solid ten minutes go by, and they're still ascending. There's no end in sight. You look behind you, and you can't see the entranceway where you came from. Man, these stairs just keep ascending. Three of you keep climbing the stairs, and now it starts to twist and turn. It starts to bend slightly to the left, then slightly to the right, and the walls follow suit. But the craftsmanship stays throughout. More time passes. The three of you are just going to keep climbing these stairs? Yes. Yeah. A half I mean, hour I don't passes. want to turn back. It's just as long, I feel like. You know, well, might as well just <laughs> keep going. is starting to question shit. Wait a minute. We All came right, in. See you later, Armos. <laughs> we came in here to look for... Aren't we here to find the lamp oil? Yeah, we are. All right. Do you think it's this way? No, I never said that. I'm just going up this hill because it's here. Because <laughs> it's here. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know what? We hey, you guys well. came in here for red blueberries. You found a really big red blueberry. Uh, yeah. Life's a whole dip. Armos, you got to <laughs> dig it. You know what I'm saying? The three of you keep climbing these stairs and a half hour passes and you keep climbing. And it starts to bend and twist more. More time passes. Minus the strength potion wears off and you start to return no, back to not. normal. How long does it last? A day. Oh, you are. Yeah, you're fine. Okay. So <laughs> I thought it lasts an hour. You. I can't believe this thing lasts a day. Yeah, that's pretty insane. I'm not even going to lie. Uh, you're, fu- you're great. You're doing wonderful. Solid two hours have passed and you're still climbing these stairs. You guys have stopped to take a break for a moment. Drell, as you climb these stairs, you just feel more and more familiar and you feel like something is begging you to continue on. Oh, it is an hour, actually. Sorry. Oh. So, Minus, as you climb these stairs, your, 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 your potion of giant strength goes away. Uh, look at that. I can read. <laughs> After a bit more time, you see at the top of the staircase... A giant oak door. What are the three of you doing as you approach the giant oak door? Opening it. <laughs> or at least trying to. That's where we're going to end this episode. No. <laughs> as you <laughs> as you open the large oak door, the darkened stairwell is illuminated with daylight mixed with a fresh mountain breeze. You walk out into the fresh air and your ears pop at the sudden realization of your elevation. Drell, you feel the most comfortable as you feel that you are built for this altitude. Oh man. The three of you look around and there are scattered trees, but not dense like a forest. However, 
you feel small, and all the oak trees around you are giant. There are tree trunks, as wide as a house, and the neighboring and surrounding foliage would be compared to the size of a small hunter's cottage. Ahead of you, towering into the skyline, is a big building, a cathedral. The size of the building looks to cater something much larger than the three of you. So that when you reach, when you walk out of this door, you see all these scattered trees, but the trees look much larger than the normal trees. Like when you see a big tree, it's like, oh, that's a big tree. When you see these trees, they're like, whoa, that's a, that should be there. That's a huge tree. You're convinced that as your ears pop and you're now can see out to the horizon, where you see this big building that uh, is against the skyline, you know that you're on top of the giant's footsteps. The building before you looks like a church. Mm. Hey, guys, we're supposed... Oh, my voice is back. Oh, this is amazing. <laughs> oh, baby. Oh, I, I did not enjoy that. I liked being strong, but uh, mark, mark. the voice thing was kind of weird, huh, Sid? Mark. You see Sid, like, kicking tiny pebbles, and he's like... He's, he's having a hard crash. <laughs> he's having uh, a hard crash. Oh, hey, co come here. I'll put you in my pocket. <laughs> uh, nap time, buddy. Nap time. All right. So uh, I think this is the church that Para was talking about. We might want to. Hey, who was talking about what? Oh, remember well, we had a conversation about. Uh... No, Para was referring to the Church of the Gatherer, oh. which is in Lelouch's farm. Right. This okay. is. Not what you were expecting. Oh, you're talking about you talking about that girl that you slept with? <laughs> no, I slept on her couch. That's what I said. That, was, that is the opposite of what you said. <laughs> no, you, did you? No, you slept with her. It's, I mean, it's fine. You were in the same room. What did you think of that? No, she was in the other room with Jack. <laughs> I say that really mad. Don't say that I name around up, me. I I stayed up. I woke up early to try and catch him on the way out, but when I woke up, he was gone. That bastard. Slippery bastard. I know. We'll find him one day and figure out what happened to him. Uh, are there animals around I could speak with? We're in a forest. Yeah, well, no, there are trees around, but there's no... It's not like you're in a forest. So I, um, I can't even... scattered trees. Go ahead and make me a... A nature check to see if there are animals? Yes, I, actually, yes. Make me a nature check to see if you can find okay. an animal okay. close by. That's exactly what I want you to do. Good thing I get to reroll ones. You don't you actually don't find anything with a ten? Yeah, Minus looks around, looking for animals. Ah, sorry guys, I I had a great idea, but there are no animals around. I could have asked one to scout for us, but I guess we'll have to do this ourselves. So damn it. Uh, should we go in there? And I point to the church. How high are the windows on the church? Are there windows? Three of you walk closer to the building as you try to take a glance in the window. You see that from the outside, the glass panes are actually mosaic and form pictures within the glass. You can't really tell from the outside. It is it's very distorted. You do see that the entranceway doesn't have any doors. There, The church is open. So you want to look through the window? Yes. You get up to the side. Everyone give me a stealth check. Oh, Absolutely. my God. Here we go. I got to say, tired of, tired of stealth rolls today. 21. 25. I got 11. The three of you sneak up to the window, and as almost trips over some large roots, 
and loose cobblestone. You look into the window and you look through this tinted mosaic glass. Inside, this building is very large and has different wings to it. You can imagine that from the front of it that this building might be shaped as like a giant X or perhaps something more. But you get that there's like separate wings. But the where you're looking in through is the main entrance. And it is empty. There are no pews. It is a grand open room. Dusty and dirty. In fairly good condition for what you for a uh, a structure this large. And in this uh, giant room, there is one person in the center of the room by the altar, sitting down on her knees with her head down. It looks like she's praying or meditating. Hey, Drell. Drell, there's someone in there. Okay, what do they look like? Uh, 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 I think the female variety. She's like praying or something. Should we, uh, go inside? Yeah, sure, why not? All right. Stealthy, though. Everybody, you know, quiet. Is, so we haven't heard anything else, right? No, it is very quiet. It's very quiet. All right. So we sneak, try and sneak kind of in to see what's going on without her noticing. Go ahead and make me another stealth roll as you sneak into the church. So 26 for Minus. To nine. Drell, you walk in and you try to be sneaky and you immediately stop as you look around at the structure and you instantly feel a connection with this place as if you belong. As you look around, you're seeing these murals and art within the mosaic paintings and you can see that there's a story being formed and you just feel related to it on so, in some level and you stop and your footsteps are now echoing through the halls as the person who was in the center of the room quickly turns around reaches for two swords by her side strikes a pose she has a mask covering the side of her face that looks that of a demonic wolf. She yells over and be like, who is there? Guys, I think she sees us. Oh my God, it's the Phantom of the Opera. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is. Yeah. I don't think this ends good for us. I was gonna say. No. Uh, Armos is I'm already a- doing finger motions, getting ready to cast fireball. <laughs> what, you doing the Naruto hand signs? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm about to true strike and send <laughs> send one here in a second. Uh, we don't we don't mean you any harm. Uh, we we uh <clears throat> we're lost, travelers. We got lost in the woods. Yeah, we lost our horse. Oh, that's true. We did lose our horse, and we're looking for our horse. You see, the key is you can't lie to him. You know. She. You look at her, and she is fact an elf mm. and she draws one of her swords and she what she's wearing is traditional training garb of like someone who would live in a monastery she goes speak truth or be slain where you stand trespassers are not welcome speak truth, speak truth. What's, what's the truth? 
Well, we are looking for a horse. Uh, yeah, I did lose my horse. That is actually true. That is, that's not false. Well, don't say actually true. Now she knows we were lying about the first thing. <laughs> what was the first thing? That we were lost. We're not lost. Uh, okay. Technically, we, we are. We don't know where we are. Actually, yeah, we are lost. Where are we? <laughs> she, she looks at you puzzled as you only see one eye through the mask of this demonic wolf. Drell, you notice the craftsmanship of the wolf, and this is something that your people would indeed make. She goes, how did you get here? The stairs. Yeah, those stairs in the tree. Stairs in the tree. Yeah. She sheets her sword. How, how did you get here? <laughs> she sheets the sword. But holds it at the ready at her side. Stands up. Straight. I am the protector of this cathedral. One simply doesn't take stairs to, this, to the church of Scoreus. Uh, well, we did. She looks out through the main doors and looks through the trees way in the distance. She noticed that there is an open door and a large oak tree that you guys did not close. <laughs> she, she goes. See? That's what I said. <laughs> she looks behind her and there on an altar behind a stone cage looks to be protecting it is a blue gem begins to shine and react as the three of you walked in your vision narrows instantly recognize this gem this must be the great blueberry show <laughs> <laughs> who is holding the blue gem from the cottage me where Oh, yeah. Yep. Which cottage was that? That was where you met Kemi Joe. Oh, that was way back in. <laughs> yeah. In the well. <laughs> in the well, there was a blue gem that was covered and protected by this yep. little fog. Yep. It looks identical to the one that is in your bag. Almost. It looks like yours. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, almost. <laughs> don't you literally have the exact same stone uh, in your backpack? Nope, mine's mine's green. I'm pretty sure. Yep. Well, take it out. Let's compare. No. No. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. Fine. I'll do it, and I start what? reaching into his back. Cool, wait, wait. <laughs> just pull the. Yeah, we grab him to pull the rock yeah, out. We're of like pushing him around. <laughs> Uh, yeah, oh yeah, right there, Joe. Grab it. <laughs> you you hear her start to laugh as she's pu she has this puzzled look, a concerned look when you said, "Oh hey, that looks looks just like yours." <laughs> and she giggles to herself. You guys, are you guys whipping it out? <laughs> yeah, yeah Joe, grab it. All right, I, I get I get frustrated. I, I I shake them off and I'm like, see. We have one just like it, and I hold it up. Her face You just drops. sucked up a bunch of blood shards. You're, you're not allowed to hold back <laughs> anything right now. Yeah, you literally just absorbed a whole rock in your totem, bro. You can't literally hold anything back from uh, other people. It's not a rock. It's a mineral. <laughs> well, they're people's souls, technically. I mean, that's... Anyways, here's the shard. She, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm not giving it to her. Her thing. I'm just she sees it. the gem, and she... Her, she drops the sword as it begins to swing from her belt as she walks over to examine it. This elf woman walks up to you and she removes the wolf mask slightly so it sits on top of her head. 
She has this long red and white hair, uh, and it is separated and broken away side by side where like it's half of it's red, half of it's white. And she, her left eye is golden while the right, her right eye is tranquil blue. She stares at the gem and she looks up at you and you feel like you've met many people before and you, you have passed judgment, whether it be good or bad, positive or negative. But when you look at this person, you feel like you're looking at with her eyes being two separate colors. You feel like you feel like within that you're looking at two separate people in one conflict that has settled upon a graceful companionship. Where have you guys? Uh, uh, that's actually a really good question. I don't I, I'm telling you the truth. I don't actually remember. Armos, do you remember where uh, we found it? Yes. So we were in a well and we went down the well and we were lost for a while and then we had to talk to a snake. Mm-hmm. Yep. And by we, I mean yeah, this one this and I one. point to Menace. And yeah, I think you drew him a photo. Yeah, I made friends with a snake. And then, uh, yeah, it was at the end of the little maze. And then we pulled it up and we've had it ever since. And I don't know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. She looks so puzzled as she's trying to put things together. Like, was there, was there an elder there? Someone protecting this gem? Oh, my God. Oh, definitely not. It was just surrounded by water. There's uh, some guy that was really annoying. What was his name? Oh, yeah, please don't there tell were me you're some talking squatters. about that jack guy. There were some squatters. There's some jazz. Jack Bolsinki was there and a bunch yep. of jazz jackalwares. Yep. Yep. Was no, I'm looking. Were they old? Were they older? Mm. Uh, I don't know. Old. There's no old like, people there. Great. Great white bushy beard, pointy hat. No, no. Uh, no. No, I don't think so. Yep. Mm-hmm. Must have the wrong place. <sighs> yeah. She looks at the walls and she's looking around the art and she's trying to find a good picture. And she walks over and she drags uh she drags you Armos and she as the, the two of you follow. She pulls you by the sleeve, and there is a painted picture on the wall, and it's a large oil painting. And in the painting, there is a giant that looks like to be made of stone holding a rather large stone club. There is an elderly man with a great white beard and a pointy hat, traditional wizard look. She points to the elder man. Drell, you notice that on the other side of this stone giant and this elder man, is a Goliath that looks shockingly similar to your father. <clears throat> Same tattoos with a similar axe to the one that Aunt Dory made you that you are holding. Oh, fuck the photo of that old guy. Who's this? <laughs> <laughs> she she waits for, to, for an answer on her question as she's pointing to the elderly Wizard that guy wasn't fellow. there. Answer Drell's question. <laughs> yeah, seriously, we don't remember him. Answer yeah. my question. He wasn't even there. We have this, and I point to the there. stone. We don't know this. This, this person. I put and I draw an X with my finger. She sighs. She rubs her temples. She goes, "Oh, 
She goes, Well, the three people here are Scraeus Stonebones. Bu- this building, this cathedral, is dedicated to him, the god of craftsmanship. You have Bowden, who was a magical fellow that traveled with these three. And that is a Goliath that traveled down from the Ashari Mountains, Brax of the Ashborn. What'd you fucking just say? <laughs> Brax of the Ashborn? What did you just say? <laughs> I'm sorry, is there, is there, am I not speaking loud enough, Brax? Oh, do you, when do you know was Brax? This taken? When did you take this? <laughs> oh, I. When did you. <laughs> when did you take this, this photo? <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. This was here long oh before I, I arrived. Oh, you two know each other, Drell. That's my dad, dude. What oh. the fuck? Oh, oh, oh my god. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Armos and. I thought he. <laughs> Minister's jaws. <laughs> Drell, you begin to look around more at the murals and you see a bunch of action scenes of Scraeus stone bones, this stone giant taking down beasts. And as you look at all these different murals of action shots painted on the walls and built into the glass, you also see next to him, much smaller in size, but still rather large, is your father, Brax, fighting side by side with him. And you see that they fight various things. They're fighting giant beasts, uh, weird looking monsters and there's even a uh, a mural dedicated to them of them slaying a frost dragon dragons that you only hear fairy tales about these how you know a frost dragon is that you believe that the harsh cold winds coming from north are these dragons blowing their ice breath like as a kid these are stories that you learn Mm -hmm. that dragons are keeping the mountains cold and there's the three of them slaying one of these guys deep within the mountains. Did we get the other one, the wizard guy? As you ask that question to her, she goes, well, his name is Bowden. He was the magical fellow that traveled with these two. Well, from the text, they were hunting buddies. Hey, Drell, I think your dad was famous. Yeah, he seems pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, not everyone gets a photo of them in a giant church like this, Menace. Uh, yeah, that's why I said it. <laughs> He's pr- a kind of a big deal. That's what I just said. <laughs> Put some respect on his name. Well, I literally said he was famous. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, uh, what is this place? This is the church of Scraeus Stonebones. Uh, giants pray to Scraeus as he is a great hunter. An even better craftsmanship. Known for crafting legendary weapons and after he crafts his weapons he likes to go out and hunt and slay beasts with his buddies uh, and these buddies are who you see this painting here mm. Odin and Brax oh dang Drell your dad didn't get a temple I thought this was his uh yes he has one okay it's cool it's kind of like us three yeah yeah you're the wizard what guy your... with the beard almost <laughs> damn yeah, I'm like Scraeus. <coughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait, what is this gem called? And I hold up the, the blue see-through gem. She looks at she looks at the gem. She goes, well, that's an acrylic shard purified. Okay. 
And for my friend Armos who doesn't know what that is, <laughs> can you explain a little more? Ah, uh, well. Yes, we found it in a well. We're, we're, it's an acrylic shard. <laughs> uh huh. What? Armos, she's trying to explain it to oh, you okay. because you don't understand. Got it. <laughs> an acrylic shard is somebody who is connected to Beiluun and is for some reason trying to bring their world into ours. Uh, someone who's trying to recreate the events that happened many years ago. Something we don't want to happen. And well, oh, we were in a well. Uh, yeah, that's right. Well, Bowden had found a way to purify one of them. Mm. So and now, to my knowledge, two of them. Wait, so this Bowden guy, is he good or bad? I never met him. But if he's a friend of Scoreus, then I assume he's good. Okay. What do these blue shards do? I don't know. What? You uh, have that shard behind you and you don't even know what it does? How do you know that they're... Wait, so these, these events that you were talking about that happened a really long time ago, what what exactly are you talking about? I think it's most famously known as the Red Catastrophe. Mm, okay. Apparently, I was there. I don't recall. Wait, what? That was like forever ago. Wait. What's your name? Alara Dawnstar. What an Tech awesome Lord. name. <laughs> wow, that's awesome. <laughs> okay, this way to fucking ruin a moment. Yeah, Menace, what the fuck? You didn't even tell her your name. Oh, so, uh, sorry. Menace Pebble Walker of the Ivory Boulders. Nice to meet you, Menace. What about you? And she looks at you, Drill. Uh, uh, my name is Drell of the Ashborn. <laughs> It glances over her that those two names connect and she looks at Armos and she goes, what's your name? Just Armos. Soul Doomer, right? <laughs> I haven't seen someone like you in a very long time. Yeah, I get that a lot. I mean, well, Armos, do you want to like give her this blue shard? No. <laughs> Why? <laughs> we, we just met this person. It? So she's protecting this one. You might as well let Is her protect she... both. What are, you, what are you doing? You're just doing nothing oh. but just absorbing shit in your little book. I've been protecting it. Have you seen what I can do? You haven't been protecting anything. You're right. She we interrupts you and she goes, protecting it. I, we shouldn't have these two in the same See. building. Well, why? Something tells me if Bowden hid it away from this one, there's probably a reason. You know, this Bowden guy... I gotta say, wasn't really well. Uh, we got it pretty easy. Gotta say, so. Or maybe you were chosen. Eh, I don't know if talking to the snake was. I definitely don't think that is it. Was supposed to be. Been <laughs> through a lot of shit. In the cards, but. So like, what do you do around here? Do you have like a, a pong ping table or like? A... Well, I train and I protect sacred grounds. Scoreas cool. has tasked cool. me to keep an eye on this place while he is away. What do you do for fun? Uh, I train. Oh. For yeah. what? That was pretty fun. Well, in all case of three people uh, came in here and wanted this gem that I'm protecting. Just kidding. <laughs> I like Armos, to put my fist Armos, at her. You should duel her, Armos. See how much she's been training. I, you see that she blocks your fist, Minas, with her foot, <laughs> and she does like a high kick into the air. Oh, <laughs> wasn't even trying to hit you, but whoa, damn. I was about to say, I'm so chalked up on uh, temporary hit points at this point. I could, <laughs> I could probably win. <laughs> oh, show her the box. 
Also, look at this lantern. <laughs> yeah, you got any? You got any lantern oil we can borrow? God, we're such mooches. Like, like magic we're oil. Such fucking mooches. So you take out the case from uh, that you found that has the iron flask inside of it. The iron flask that has the evil deity, almost the one that you tried to open several times that's emitting <laughs> evil. Yeah, that one. That iron flask. Yeah. And you like shove these items in her face. Uh, along with the lantern and just ask her all these questions as she takes a step back and she's like okay whoa okay the lantern scoria's had one right before he left right before he asked me to stay here uh he took it with him uh, into the underdark she got no she looks uh, at the flask leftover oil or uh like a reserve he might have some in his things I don't know. I'm gonna go check, and I run away. <laughs> uh, she goes to stop you, and as she goes to like, she grabs you by the collar, and you're like running in Cartoon, place, and you're yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> and she looks towards the iron flask, and she goes, "Oh my god, how long have you had that?" Uh. And that is where we're gonna end this session. <laughs> Word. <laughs> as as Honestly, Jared opens I can't it. even tell you. I don't remember. Oh, I've been trying to As open As we open the thing. flask. Right. I've been trying to open the thing uh, for so long. This is what you've been training for. Ba -ba. I can't wait. <laughs> All these items from the past. Ooh. Oh. It's great. Wait, you think I was just going to give you shit and not have callbacks to them? Come on. I mean, it's pretty great. It's just proper story you didn't have building, callback for the trident. I didn't make it yeah. happen. I can't remember. Yeah. Okay, well, that was a random loop. <laughs> <laughs> this was simultaneously an epic and hysterical episode. Mm -hmm. Everything I place into the campaign is meticulously placed with a reason and a cause. Yo, fuck and the gecko. the story, except the fucking trident. And the gecko. And the gecko, yeah. <laughs> Let's just say the fuck with you. <laughs> oh, what a good episode. There are, these are all great sessions. Who am I kidding? We're just... We just we're just such good storytellers, you know that. Honestly, we're just such good GD players, fellas. Come on. Well, you're the so good storyteller. I'm just along for the ride. At this point, we're just on fucking. Stop. Fire. Give yourself an inspiration, Dijerel. I also ah, think you're a great no, storyteller. Oh no. <laughs> Jarell lost a suit of armor today, so I'm gonna go ahead and give him an inspiration. I already die. have one. I just haven't you, used. You? Yeah. Oh, you just have the one then. That what a wasted opportunity. <laughs> oh, it's all right. That's all right. Uh, that's pretty great. Oh, man. Uh, we can talk about more about that on the after show. But if uh, you know what? You know, we wanted to, we talked about like saying a few things right before the show ended. And I just want to say that enough time has probably passed that I just want to say I finished She-Hulk. I loved it. I thought it was great. I loved the finale. You know I thought it was an awesome show. And people hate on everything. It, that's what I'm going to say. I don't just think it deserves as much hate, but it was... I don't love the last episode, but I didn't hate it. But it was it fun and funny? Absolutely. Yeah. That's what it, that's what yeah. it needs to be. It doesn't need to be this epic show. People yeah. just hate on shit just to fucking hate on shit. Yeah. I fucking swear. Yep. Um, I haven't. I'm not gonna lie. I have not seen it. Any of it at all. Watched one episode. <laughs> Honestly, I think the bigger worry is that you've never seen Hunter X Hunter. Yeah. So, mm. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I'm not that mid episode. I guess. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I never seen Hunter X Hunter. Um, it was on the list, but then I heard it doesn't end because like 
for something that happened with the creators in the background. So I'm like, um, yeah, if it's not over, I'm like, well, it has a pretty good ending to it. I guess where he stopped, but he's actually starting to write the new one. So, so I've heard, so I've heard. Yeah. And with that being said, does anybody else have anything to say before we end this episode? I have so much um, after show. Look out, look out for some big stuff. Coming yes. Because, um, by the, actually, by the time you're listening to this, that stuff will probably be out. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're, we got, like, really cool new stuff to add to the Patreon tiers to make it more, yes. like, rewarding for being a part of the community. So uh, I'm just so excited for, like, what we're able to do with all of that. And uh, I hope you'll keep on joining us through the adventures because having you all along for the ride has been magical. Such a great point. Thank you, Dan, for bringing that up. Yeah, we have some great stuff coming. Uh, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. Jared, you got anything? Uh, yeah, I think that we... So we've been doing this for a year, and I think, like, it took us a while to, like, figure out everything, and everything, and we started striding, and now all of a sudden I feel like we're turning a corner and just... I think I this this next year, I think, is going to be crazy. Crazy good. It like just expect big things from us. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So. What a what a heartfelt end to session forty five. We didn't expect to go off on a tangent like this. But thank you so much yeah. <laughs> for joining us. Wow. And just let you guys know we're playing until like two AM in the morning right now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So you know you know how it is when you get that late, we just get so <laughs> heartfelt. Yeah. So Alex thing is because I didn't get to say anything. <laughs> you said Hunter X Hunter. We had this whole exposition. Ex- <laughs> no, that was just like a side thing, dude. What do you want to say? What do you want to say? What do you want to say? What do you got? Oh, it's too late. I forgot. Oh. <laughs> now it's time for the Patreon shoutouts. First up is our Sigic College alumni. Ulrich Shield Dust. Ulrich has been hard at work. After aiding Dilmore's reconstruction, the Shield Heart Forge is finally back up and running. The sounds of hammers on anvils are being struck and heard deep into the night. His customers are overjoyed and say his work has gotten even better since his new hammer. Next up is Artemis. Artemis is currently working security at the Alchemist dorms to Sigil College. As the summer semester comes to an end, Artemis is working double time, keeping the annoying engineering students away and defending Kemi Joe from ruthless pranks. Next is Alara Dawnstar. Alara is defending a mysterious church forgotten by time on top of a lone hill overlooking watery cliffs. Alara trains on defending her new home and mysterious artifacts left behind by an old friend. Enter Julius Kendrick, a dastardly hooligan spreading mischief in South Trillis, last seen only by the man he murdered. Julius's location is unknown but close by. Looming in the shadows, the faint sounds of tolling bells fill the air when he is near. Now we're going to move on to Humbrea's heroes. First up is Alex Dredd. Mr. A. Dredd is currently reigning champion in the Kambuki fighting pits as he recently won a fight with a bugbear while his arms were shackled to a rock. Quite impressive. Next is Charcoal Darts, wild magic artist of Humbrea. Have you noticed the autumn trees recently? That's because she is painting the environs with her new line of oil paints. 
Last is Man with Glass. Recently, Man with Glass has been arrested for assault. Reports say he attacked somebody named Man with Stones. Man with Glass claims Man with Stones had it coming and got rocked. That's it for this episode's shoutouts, and a big thank you to this month's Patreon supporters. If you want to be added to our shoutouts, go ahead and click that Patreon link down below to find out more. See ya!